0: Hello listeners, and welcome to Bardic Mystery Tour Season 4. If you're a new listener, this is an excellent time to start listening because we just rolled up new characters who are about to start their grand adventure. If you're a veteran listener, we also had a change up in our cast. Grundledor had some personal stuff to take care of and will be unable to join us, so we're bringing on our friend Nora, who you may remember from her time as a guest bard in the Verdant Sanctum Arc. We hope you enjoy the show, and without further ado, let's get to the show. I said show twice in that line.
1: And we really hope you will
0: adore These new detective bars galore, Coming at you in season four Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play About a rock and roll band out on tour that solves mysteries I'm Ed And I'll be your DM
1: I'm Emily and I'm playing a Fearbolg. Um He's Seven foot nine, he has soft blue skin, he has orange eyes with square pupils, and his ears kind of hang out to the side like a sheep a little bit. Um, he's got a big bushy beard and shaggy hair, and he wears a sash as a headband, and he's pretty chill, he's kind of a hippie. He comes from the woods outside of what the locals called Aldolin.
0: Like owl? Like O-W-L? No,
1: like A-L-A-D.
0: Oh, like the guy with the carpet?
1: Aladdin. Not like Aladdin.
0: Like the opposite of Indolin. Aldolin. Al- Ald- Ald- Ald-
1: Aldolin. A-D-A-L-Y-N. Aldolin.
0: Okay. Yeah. Darth Vader blew it up.
1: Wait, what? I never saw that movie. What? Wait, is, it, is did, I, did I make up a place that already exists?
0: That's called Alderaan.
1: Oh, so we're good. Right. <laughs> Great. Great start.
0: What kind of musical instruments do you play?
1: Oh, well, he is a bard, so good start there. He plays the washtub bass, and he fights with a shepherd's crook as his main weapon that he then sticks into the washtub and straps a string on. So that's his main instrument. And then he oh, plays nice. the ocarina, too. He has that like as a necklace so that when he's out wandering, he has an instrument with him.
0: Yeah, that's nice. That's yeah. cool. So he's just wearing a headband?
1: <laughs> he's not nude the rest of the way i don't he wears like adventuring clothes nothing exciting i think he has a vest
0: does he dress in like tie-dye or is he more like uh earth tones? he's
1: earthy earth tones yeah
0: so you like cut off jeans
1: no they're like flared at the bottom good oh does he have bottoms? the insert no
0: what about birkenstocks
1: yeah for sure
0: definitely has birkenstocks oh yeah nice.
1: and those blue toes sticking out when he's wearing
0: shoes how old are you?
1: Uh, 85, 87. Is that like young or? Uh, it's like. For a fear bulb. It's like old enough that he knows his way around life, but it's not like, he's not old. I think they live to be like 200. Okay. I think that's like the general age.
0: This is for the listeners because I already know. But, um. Fearbolgs are pretty seclusive or reclusive.
1: Yeah, they chill, they chill in like the woods and stick to themselves and try to stay away from uh, adventure. Mm-hmm. But he has always really liked music and he was playing music and he explained to his parents that he wanted to leave town and go adventure and play music, you know, out in the world. So they gave him his, their blessing and he has his old, uh shield. Not from fighting days, but like the family shield. And they have this labyrinth in their woods. And so the it's like the family labyrinth. And that's carved into the front of it.
0: All right. And this is for the second edition, listeners. You're not talking about like the pink-skinned half-giants with red hair that carry axes.
1: Nope. No.
0: This is different Fear Bowl. This
1: is different. Um, I can't remember which book it's from.
0: It's from Volo's Guide to Monsters. Okay. So I didn't play 4th edition at all, but there's a big reworking between 3rd edition and 5th edition of the Fear Bulg. I think 4th, they were more like this. Okay. They were the nature-living uh, blue. I mean, they were always like the giants that lived in the forest. Yeah, they're like half-giants that are like um, kicked out of giant society for being not giant enough. Yeah, they were, they're too too wimpy. I think in uh, fourth and fifth they're more like not really related to giants, okay. but still half giants.
1: I mean, he speaks giant, he speaks elvish, he speaks nomish, and he speaks common. He's pretty languagey.
0: Well, what do we? And this is gonna not come up like right now. It's not important, but it's gonna come up soon. When we want to address him and get his attention, what do we call him?
1: Whatever, man. He's pretty chill. Whatever.
0: Just answers to anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Whatever you feel like it. He's, they call him like hey, names dumb, aren't really dumb. important fear so Hmm. you know, whatever. What's your favorite animal? I don't know. I didn't think about that. A moose. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah.
0: Hey, my name is Brayden, and I'm going to be playing Staff. Staff is also a bard, and Staff is a changeling, which is a race from the Eberron campaign setting. Changelings are kind of like doppelgangers, but paired back abilities so that they're not unbalanced for player characters. So, Staff changes form constantly uh it's like alter self kind of it's a type of polymorph where you can assume different identities so like if i die like my natural state would be this very pale skinned what is it like five foot six tall kind of person human looking right but changelings almost never spend time looking like that they're always wearing a different personality different skin And then they use them kind of as uniforms for different abilities that they might do depending on the mood or the setting or the job that needs to get done. So if you're interested in them, I think it's really cool. Uh, There's definitely information out there to look up more about how Changeling culture works in Eberron. But we're not in Eberron, so we'll see how that plays out in our campaign. But for the most part, staff is a young, excited adventurer who's excited to be in a band what was i gonna say elf oh i'm also using a a weirdo bard college do you want me to talk about this now sure okay it's from the humblewood campaign setting which is a third-party campaign setting made and published by the deck of many and uh, it's called the college of the road the basic idea is that In your travels along the road as a bard, you meet a variety of characters and you learn some skills with some people you hung out with or traveled with for a while. And then there's a whole selection of things you can do. So you have choices. So I get a couple extra skill proficiencies, some extra languages that I can speak, and then I can spend my bardic inspiration dice to do different things. I chose for staff. He learned to use a rapier really well from a fighter on the road. And he learned from a paladin how to enhance healing. So hopefully in combat, I can do a little extra damage and heal my friends a little bit more than uh, some other characters who might have been really good at stone slinging have done in the past on this podcast. So which persona are you like? What does staff look like right now? Staff has a persona that's like the performer. And I didn't name that person. That person's going to be called Roger. Roger. Get it, because Staff and Rod are very similar.
1: R-O-D-G-E-R?
0: Is it Roger Stewart? Uh, Yep. Roger Stewart is like a sweet guitar player, and Roger Stewart has a flying V. Oh, I got to write that down. Flying V guitar. And he's literally making his character up as he talks. No. Uh, This is all on my character sheet, if you look. On all eight pages. Yeah, which page? I printed a really long PDF from the internet. Roger Stewart wears sequined bell bottoms and, like, a real deep V-cut shirt and has a real nice, like, perm and is, like... A perm? Yeah, like, 80s perm. Like, curly hair. Like Bob Ross? No, like Rod Stewart. That's a look, man. What's Rod Stewart look like? What was your question?
1: Uh, my question was, does your character have a name that is not staff?
0: Yeah. A character has a bunch of names. Staff is his real name.
1: Okay. And you said when he doesn't have a persona, he's like white, like like straight, like paper white, like just yeah. blank.
0: Yeah. Like blank canvas. Does
1: he have like eyes and a mouth still? Like Yes.
0: Eyes and a mouth and a nose and ears, but they're all white.
1: No pigment at no all. No pigment. Okay. But
0: also, like that's technically true. And if I die, you'll see that, but you'll never see it otherwise.
1: What if we're fighting... Something like maybe a vampire, and you get killed before you do your third fail. Will you turn white?
0: No, only after the third fail.
1: Okay, just curious.
0: Failure. What's your
1: parent situation? Like, do you have two changeling parents, or is it one of those situations where you don't know because they left you in somebody's barn and stole a real child?
0: Oh, no. I have a happy home life. I just went on the road because I'm a bard and I love to rock and roll. Okay. And impersonate people. But yeah, so two Changeling parents that live at home. Do you need to know their names? No. Because I have them on my character sheet. (laughs) Do your bandmates know you as Staff? No. They know me as Roger. Roger Steward. Good to know. Roger that.
1: How do you spell your name Staff?
0: Just curious.
1: Is it like the Staff that the music is written on? Which is the same spelling as the thing that you hit people with that's a long stick.
0: Or like the virus. So when I was making this character, and this is a little bit of a loaded question because Emily already knows the answer, but uh, I was like, I'll spell it like staff, like a musical staff, but spell it different. So I spelled it with a PH and she was like, like uh staff infection. And I was like, oh, I forgot that's a real word. But I thought it'd be unfair to Emily to change it because she needs the opportunity to make fun of me. So
1: this is true. It's a low ball for you. There you go.
0: Any more questions? No, your character's boring. Well, well, you didn't even ask me about my important magical item. You, you have, a magical have a
1: magical item but you're not supposed to.
0: Wait, I thought you said we were supposed to... I said that at one point, but then I changed my mind. What didn't take? tell you. And you it? Is it integral it. to your character? Oh, it's that. Oh, remember I told you maybe you'll end up with that? So I don't have it? No. Is it me? I guess so.
1: Hi, I'm Nora, and I'll be playing Soft Wind in the Trees, who is a tabaxi character, which means that she looks like a cat on two legs. And my particular patterning is of a snow leopard because I'm of the clan Snowy Mountain, So I'm from those, you know, chilly, chilly boy mountains. I used to be a street performer before I joined the band, and I like to wear a dragon talon necklace around my neck that I got on my travels. I don't know what else to say.
0: Okay, so you pronounce it to boxy, and you're literally the person that introduced me to, to understanding that it's actually pronounced to boxy because I always pronounced it to baxy. And so now I want you to name other English words that use the AX to make an ox sound like the word ox or box. Tox.
1: Go pay your toxes.
0: That's a good one. A foe. Like a foe hawk.
1: Hawk. Like a foe hawk.
0: Wax, like out of your ear or a candle, or like you cook with?
1: Lox, like that
0: Like salmon. fish.
1: It has an O, guys.
0: Or moxie. M-A-U-X-Y-Y. Do you think that a U is an A? U's and A are pretty similar, except for one tiny I, little I, line at the top. And I spelled it wrong. There has to be another English word that has an A-X. It sounds like ox. I mean, axe,
1: but that sounds like axe, not ox. I'm not going to hit you with my ox. And if I do, it's this animal. With the horn. And he
0: starts with an O. Oh, the Red Sox. So you walk on your hind legs. You're like a upright walker.
1: Yeah, like a Khajiit.
0: Do you sometimes run on your front legs too?
1: I don't think so. I think I'm mostly upright. I can climb pretty well. I'm a good climber. Do you have thumbs? Yeah. Okay. I need those to play the ukulele.
0: Oh yeah, nice. Did you say how tall you are and I wasn't listening?
1: I'm six foot two
0: say, like, you're pretty tall, I think.
1: Yeah. I think it's Brayton and then me and then Emily in terms of height.
0: Short to tall unless Short you're taller. Tall. Or- no, 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 no. My character is five foot seven. Although I can adjust my height a little bit, but uh,
1: how much can you adjust it? Do we know?
0: Uh, Ed has that book over there. Um, so nobody's wearing armor. Yeah, right.
1: Do oh you? yeah, I have armor.
0: Oh, you didn't mention that. You said you were wearing a vest.
1: I mean, that's like... Oh, is
0: it an armored vest? No, on stage, I wear that. Yeah. Are you on stage?
1: I do want to know what my equipment is here. I'll read you from my podcast paper. Studded leather armor. I don't want to hear
0: about all... Sundial
1: watch made by his blacksmith nephew. Ten
0: candlesticks.
1: Canteen.
0: Emily's on to something here. Traveler's clothes. Oh, I have a guild letter of introduction. What do you want to know? How big you can get? I have a bedroll. Mine only has five candles. Mine too. I rolled on the trinket table, and I got uh, 47 human teeth.
1: Where'd you get those at?
0: I don't know. Did uh, they fall out of uh, your
1: mouth? Whenever no, you... I collected
0: them from somewhere.
1: When you change, if you have more teeth, and then you change someone with fewer teeth, do they fall out?
0: I, I think that they would just go in, like they would recede into my body. How many teeth does a human have? 28, right? I think we have more than that. I don't know.
1: Listeners, count your teeth, report back. Tweet us at Bardic Mystery Tour.
0: I think it's 28. Maybe
1: you're right. Plus wisdom. 14 Whoa. on the bottom.
0: Yeah, without wisdom teeth. If you have all your wisdom teeth, like a loser would have.
1: Are you saying that because you never got any?
0: Then you have 32. I got some, but then I wisely had them excised violently. How many
1: did you have excised violently?
0: I think only one was excised violently. Three of them were excised like very calmly. Hmm.
1: You have a nickname over there, Windy Softy Trees? Yeah, so all Tabaxi have a shortened version of their name because it's really inconvenient to go around calling everyone, hey, soft wind in the trees. Yeah. So my nickname is Windy. All right. Windy. So we got Windy and Roger on this podcast adventure.
0: My close friends might call me Raj, I'm thinking. Are we close friends? I think so. Well, we're...
1: Been together to, for like three months.
0: Yeah, I'm under so. the impression that we've been a rock and roll band for a couple months. We, we've been practicing twice a week, and then we're getting ready to go on our big first tour. So the changeling says you can change your size and weight, but not so much that it changes your size category. Which Booyah. means I literally you can bigger. look like a dwarf or a fear Those are both medium creatures. You're medium, right?
1: That's a question. My size is medium.
0: Nora. When you spell out soft wind in the trees, like on legal documents, Mm -hmm. are in and the capitalized? No. Okay.
1: Excellent. Lowercase. And
0: are you sure that you don't want to go by Swit instead of Windy? I like Windy. Okay. i just double checking. Yeah. Will you be mad if we call you Swit? No.
1: It's okay. Emily, my plan is to call you big guy. Right on, man.
0: Groovy. What does Rod Stewart talk like?
1: Yeah! Is that right? I don't know.
0: I feel like we didn't interrogate. All right, no so we know
1: your much. nickname is Windy. Yeah.
0: And you look like a snow leopard. Do you have really long feet that look like your ankles are backward because your knees are like close to your hips? Yeah, it's really hard to find shoes. Do you have tufts of hair that stick off the ends of your ears?
1: Yeah. And uh, like a normal cat, like my ear fur is the softest fur. Do you like it when people who are friends with you scratch you behind the ears? Yes, but we definitely have to be friends. Like if a stranger came up and did that to me, it would not be good. The claws. Oh, yeah. I can hiss a little bit too. All right. Okay. Probably hiss at them. Do you have a sick meow? Like, is that like your rock star cry? Like, well, I'm still experimenting. I don't
0: don't have a rock star cry yet. Okay. But it might be. Is that enough interrogation for you? What's your name? Because I'm going to call you Sammy forever. Raj. Raj. Yeah. But my real name's Staff, but don't tell anybody. Raj. And these guys don't know. I didn't tell my band. Because bands are a trusting, loving group of people. It's like a family, except for I lied to them about who I am.
1: My character has an elven name that like, if you push him enough, he'll give you, but mostly.
0: But he's like, like big, a... so pushing him is weird because you really push yourself away from him.
1: Yeah, and he's not very dexterous, so he'll probably fall over and make a mess.
0: Can you look like someone that you know? Could you yes. look like me? Yes. Okay. Do you have like advantage on like pretending to be them checks? Yes. Because, like, it's, like, so accurate. Yeah, yeah, you look exactly like them. But you can't change your equipment. So, the, I should have looked up his name since I could talk about it on the podcast. The inventor of the Eberron setting in interviews set up the Changeling culture to be that, or just Eberron culture in general, that a lot of people always wear, like, the same thing. So, they'll be like, he used the example of he would have a, his special hat. And so, you know, if he ever comes up to you without that hat. In the back of your mind, you're like, oh, this could be a changeling because they're prevalent enough in that world. So I don't know if you want to play this world that way or not. I kind of assumed you wouldn't because I've known you for a couple of years now. Keith Baker. Yeah, that's it. So back in third edition, Wizards of the Coast had a competition that was like, design a campaign setting, and if it's the best one, we're going to make it legit and hire you. And this dude named Keith Baker was like, Check out Eberron. And they were like, that's the best one. Yeah. But that's only because I didn't send mine in. And then a young, young Brayton Batson bought a a book that we never, ever used. That's not true. I made a Warforged. Anyway, I'm done being bitter about that, and I'm ready to play.
1: I'm also ready. I was born ready.
0: Wait, maybe I should look up what Rod Stewart sounds like before I say I'm ready.
1: (laughs) Did that one break it? No, that was Michael Jackson.
0: In fact, I am Raj Stewart. That's how he talks.
1: Wait, are all your characters British? No
0: way. They're all going to have different voices and it's going to be a real challenge. You for know me that we have British player.
1: listeners. They're all going to quit.
0: They're not going to quit. They're going to send hate mail. But it's like they say, no bad mail is mail. Wait, no mail is bad mail. Do they say that?
1: Yeah, because not getting mail is bad.
0: Except but- for in the case of armor. I know we have to start, but it's not plate mail. It's just plate. Mail means chain mail. Is that true? That. Yeah, that's just historically the way it is.
1: That's just the way it is.
0: That's interesting. My final question is, what about mail from Ted Kaczynski? I guess that's bad. I don't know. it. I don't want to say it's bad, because I said I already said no mail is bad mail, but that seems...
1: I just want you to know that even if you get mail, you don't have to open it. You can just throw it away.
0: And if it's from Ted Kaczynski... Ted Kaczynski also sent dozens, if not hundreds, of letters and items in the mail that did not explode and cause huge death. So... One of them caused huge death. All right. Well, I don't want to get into the semantics of what huge death is. That's all I'm saying. I like getting mail my opinion well if you like getting mail you can sign up for our patreon and you'll get a postcard every month
1: sent to you from someone can you write yeah i can write in one two three four languages whoa so you can not write your name in four languages yeah you'll never find out his name if you sign up for postcards
0: this is pertinent to the podcast how many of you have dark vision
1: me you can't raise your hand on a
0: podcast but she did say me (laughs) that's true yeah i do not I do not.
1: But I do know the sweet, sweet cantrip.
0: I can't believe they finally made player races that don't have dark vision that aren't humans. Uh Uh-oh. Welcome to 2015. I mean, it makes sense. Cats can see in the dark. When did Volo's Guide come out?
1: November 2016. That's not even in
0: 2015. You know, everybody listening to this is dying to know, like, we just explained new characters, but they're like, what the fuck happened to Hitler Mayhem?
1: Yeah, is that in the past? Is that current? Is that like in another universe parallel to this one what's your name ed what's our new band manager's name
0: so the band's hanging out on a bench in the park downtown in their little town that they grew up in that they none of them actually grew up in apparently because you guys are all travelers already where they've established their band and overruns your good friend that you've known for a few months dornick half dragon And in my notes, it says a childhood friend, but you guys all just said you're not from this town. I mean, we could have all been here for a while.
1: Mm -hmm. That's true. Maybe we all went to camp together and we're childhood friends from camp. Oh, I like that. I like that. But all your childhoods
0: were like very far apart. Yeah, but we went to the same camp. How old is Rod? 22. Jer. Raj, we call him. How old is Swiftly? Windy? Windy.
1: 30. I was the camp counselor. I'm 87. But I became friends with them because... Because they music. liked
0: music. Yeah. All right.
1: We, like, hooked up again after camp.
0: We didn't hook up at camp. That's a different connotation.
1: I don't mean that. I mean, like, we hooked up as a band after. Like, we found each other, and we were like, oh, you're still into really? band music, man? I'm still into music. Let's, uh, Let's all my make music a band together, Man.
0: Oh, right on. So, Dornick Half-Dragon runs over, who is a human, by the way. I don't want you to think he's a half-dragon. His name's Half-Dragon. He's like 1-364th dragon. Figure that math out. Okay, got it. Oh, hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, Dornick. What's uh? I heard you guys were taking off on a tour. You guys going to send me some uh, clips you get of some of the new songs you write so I can throw it on the album and I can publish it from my publishing company that I run in my recording studio here? Oh, Rockstar. I didn't even think about that, mate. Sounds I mean, if not, good. I guess you could do the whole tour and get back here and we'll just make an album out of whatever you're doing when you come back.
1: Yeah, man. I like to write songs like on the road while we're, you know, out. Yeah, yeah. didn't you
0: guys say you didn't have enough inspiration to make a full album yet? So you need to hit the road to, uh,. Yeah, it's a more pure way of writing songs, isn't it?
1: Get some more experiences under our belt. Because mm.
0: you guys have been, you've been doing this, uh, what's it called when you play music for people that come into a recording studio, but you're like the, the studio band. drummer?
1: The back band?
0: Back band? Is
1: that what that's called?
0: No. Studio no. band? Uh, session records, session artists. Yeah, you guys have been filling in for me whenever I needed some artists here and there, but like you were working on like originals and stuff, right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But, like, you guys could be, like, you know, like, I've released some stuff for some locals, and, like, you know, we're making money, we're keeping the doors open, but, like, uh, if we could have, like, a one big banger hit from a touring band, we could, like, publish it and send them, you know, because, like, everything we're doing now is, like, all this, like, small DIY stuff. You know me, I splurged on all this super expensive equipment, and I took all that, those, like, classes and stuff and learned how to edit or whatever and mix and master. so like i can make good albums but i just need like a killer band to really send one home you know what i mean and you guys could be that band right i love your faith in us it's great well you guys were talking about going on tour i didn't come up with this idea
1: yeah. oh yeah we're definitely going on tour oh yeah yeah did you book us anywhere man
0: no i don't book shows bro oh, no sorry man who's gonna
1: do that i'm not doing that
0: I don't know. I think you're gonna have to hit the street, get your nose to the grindstone, find out what's out there. What's uh? What's the chances? Oh, I'm so bad at this accent. I, why did I choose this? All right. It shows you, you man. Got, who said Rod Stewart? You're like five seconds into this. I know it's You can be just hard. change it. Oi, Darnick, what's the chances you got a camcorder we can borrow on the tour, and oh, we yeah, can dude. just take some camcorder um recordings of our set, and then. Send them back to you. Yeah, we'll make music videos. We'll
1: get some groovy yeah. videos for you, man.
0: Yeah. We'll throw it into the, um, that iTunes thing where it makes weird shapes appear that like look like your music. Oh, yeah, right on. A visualizer. Whatever it's called. That's
1: my favorite thing. I
0: mean, I know what it's called because I make music and music videos all the time for bands that are nearly famous. And that's why I'm big time already, you can trust me.
1: What kind of uh, bands do you usually work with? They're Dornick.
0: All kinds of bands, you know. I mean, money's money, right? I'm not going to, you know.
1: Turn your nose up?
0: Yeah. So whatever, if it walks in the door. I mean, you guys know. You guys have been playing all the music. You guys have been backlining this stuff for these artists.
1: You guys want to play a show later? I'm like confused about what we've week?
0: been doing. Have we been... Studio yeah. session musicians, or have we been like a backline company? What's a backline company? It's a company that rents out equipment for bands to play on tours. You're not doing that. I just, I'm just, just kidding. Brayden, I'm just curious. I just wanted to know. Yeah, we all know what we're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're all real smart and know about the music industry and the rules of d and I'm really flexing my knowledge here. I'm showing off to all of our listeners about how I know a lot about D&D and music industry.
1: Did you ever tell us what this town's called that
0: we're in? You guys don't know the name of the town we're in? This is Ot-Ot. Ot-Ot? Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, you all know that. Pretty is it Ot-
1: hyphenated, man?
0: Yeah. You know, named after the Ot-Ot Steel Company, make steel wire, founded the year Ot-Ot. Oh. Yeah, I know you guys don't really remember. It's been like years since the revolution, but you know. You remember, right, bud? Oh, yeah.
1: I, it's clear as day, man.
0: I mean, I know you were, like, hanging out in the woods or whatever, and you didn't really get caught up in, like, human politics, but, uh, remember when Queen Inganelia's revolution against King Ordinar to found a new queendom?
1: I feel like I caught wind of that, you know.
0: It's called a queendom. What was, uh, what was her name?
1: Inganelia.
0: Ingenilia, dude, dude. Uh remember your history class from when you were a child? Uh you can tell by my lack of accent that I was just asking out of character. Because my character obviously remembers that. Okay, good. Because yeah, also not, out of character.
1: Could you tell me the name of the king or whatever? I don't remember.
0: King Ordinar. Oh yeah, Ordinar.
1: Like ordinary.
0: Yeah, so we started the new calendar for the new the new queendom, you know.
1: So who's the current queen? Still in Ganelia? Yeah. She's still okay.
0: She's a long liver. Bopping around the castle? Yeah. That well was, that was before I was born, wasn't it? Yeah, you're what, 20? Uh, yeah, 20, 23. Yeah, so it was like seven years before you was born. We're pretty far from the capital, so we didn't get much of the fallout. But, you know, we were still in the, you know, region.
1: Well, Dornick, it seems like you've got your pulse on the local music scene. Uh, as a band that's just starting out, do you want to give us any advice about where we could play some shows in the local area?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, it's a bummer. Like the music scene in Ottawa, it's kind of mm. deadzo. So like that's why I mean, you guys have been trying to write stuff in book shows here, but like you've been playing like the local pub law, but like you know, no one, no one gives a crap. So oh, yeah, yeah, we. That's what you were we saying. We know that pub real well. You guys were saying you were gonna hit the road and see what's out there to you know maybe big it up some. You know, the only thing holding us back is we, hype. we ain't got a tour manager, have we? Uh not that i haven't. I mean, I don't think so. You don't know nobody, do you? I don't know nobody. Ain't I don't think no nobody. Tours. You don't know anybody, do you? That's better. See, the problem is if you're going to use accents, I'm going to fall into your accents all the time. Well, mine's been changing wildly. Dramatically. You're like a New Yorker. Hey, it's me, Raj. Hey, I'm from England. This is my English accent. Rodney Dangerfield, I'm switching it up.
1: My traveling experience tells me you can never go wrong by going west. So we head? We got to get a van or something, though, man. Like, we can't just, like, walk there. That'll take forever.
0: Probably three days. Mayhaps we need a tour manager. Oh, where are you going to find a tour manager? Well, Dornick doesn't know any, so can we go to, like, the local tour manager's guild? Uh, I mean, you know, odd, odd. Dried up music scene here, baby. That's the problem. What's the name of the bar we usually play at? Uh, the Stiff Handle.
1: Maybe we should go talk to the guy that normally books our shows there and see if he wants to go see the world. Right on. Sounds groovy, baby.
0: Cool. Rockstar.
1: We head there.
0: All right. It's like, uh, it's still pretty early in the day, but you know, it's like a tavern in bar restaurant, maybe ish kind of place. They got like a couple of fryers in the back, you know, nothing. They don't do like fully prepped, you know,
1: real food.
0: Yeah. They got one of those, um, Roto-fryers that, like, you throw, like, the wings in the top and it come out fried. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Then All you right. just change the grease every once in a while. And uh, you head in, you see your old buddy Brixton.
1: Hey, Brixton. How's it going, man? Hey, what's up, Wendy? How's it going? Uh, nothing. We're just talking about our uh, upcoming tour. You
0: guys are going on tour.
1: Yeah, we're going to go travel around and see some new sites, and I'm going to, you know, learn some new stories to tell.
0: Awesome. That sounds really cool.
1: Yeah. Finally, I'll grow dot, dot We feel we feel pretty good about our set, you know. Cool. Strong sound.
0: Amen. Yeah. Hey right. Some of my regulars right love you guys, so that's cool. That's cool.
1: The only problem is we need a band manager. Oh, and we know you uh, handle our bookings here at the stiff handle.
0: Yeah. you got a cousin enough of them? No, it's just just me running the old stiff handle. You know, you guys know me making my making my way over here. How do you feel about traveling? Well, who's going to run the stiff handle then?
1: What this if? It's a
0: one-man operation.
1: What if we could get this place to go with us? Like, take the stiff handle on the road.
0: Oh, that's thinking with your noggin. Well, you know my slogan, in odd, odd, since odd, odd. And I don't know. That slogan's not going to work if we're not in odd, odd you know? Mm.
1: What if we change it to missing odd, odd, since odd, odd?
0: What about, like, the 30 years that I spent here?
1: Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, all right, you got me. Well, you know anybody? You know anybody that wants to travel on the road? And
0: Nah, you know these odd otters. They're all, like, uh, you know, homebodies and stuff. Like, what's the next town over that we would potentially go to for a tour? Oh, you guys could head over to August Town. That's probably the closest one.
1: How far away is August Town?
0: Uh, it's probably three days' journey, you know. You guys got enough food for the road? You want some road rations? I'll cook you something up because you guys are always good to me. Yeah, man. all oh, cool. sweet. Isn't it normally you play a a going away show in it? Oh, you want to play a going away show? You start the tour with the show and then you finish the tour with the same show. That's how that's how tours work. Yeah. Here at the stiff handle. You want to do that? I mean, you guys yeah. played last night. I don't know if those people are going to like, you know, both of your fans are going to come to two shows in a row.
1: What kind of what kind of food did you give us?
0: It's like um, bread that kind of resembles a brick. That's why it's called Brixton. Great. Look, he's like, you don't need to take care of this thing. You just eat it. It's fine. It's not the most flavorful food, but you can just throw it in your pocket, walk down the road, and then eat it for days. That's what road rations are for.
1: Maybe I can hunt down some small rodents on our
0: travels. Those are rodent to... rations. Yeah.
1: Groovy, man. Thanks. Thanks, brother. DM, what time is it?
0: Before noon.
1: So, like, if we head off to August Town, we're not going to make it today, but we could do that.
0: Yeah, it might take you, like, three days to get to August Town. But don't we need to book a show in August Town before we leave to go there? I don't know the gap from reality to fantasy game. So, like, will you tell me what our expectations are? Do we think that we should just go and find a show to play? Or do we think we should put together a tour an
1: itinerary, with
0: like a tour manager and an itinerary and book a tour on books? I don't think you have the resources in this town to book a tour. I don't think booking it ahead a time is a bad idea, but like, how are you going to do that? Yeah, I think that we should just keep going around town and talk to people until we find somebody. Like, okay. how many friends do we have? But I'm afraid that that's against what your plan is. And I'm going to waste a huge amount of time on a podcast talking to non characters because it doesn't make sense in this world. But I feel like my character would know. So I think you got a grip on the situation pretty well.
1: <laughs> so we should go to August Town. That's what I'm hearing. Okay. So we've got like some, our bedrolls and stuff, and we got some rations now so that we can make it there. Mm-hmm. We don't have like a tent or like a wagon. Yeah, should we? We're just gonna walk it. Should we get like a like a van, like like a painted all colors? Well, we could go down to the
0: general store, couldn't we? Yeah. Yeah, you want to go to the general store? Yeah, yeah, let's
1: go to the general
0: store. Aye, aye. Okay, you go to the general store. It's called General's General Store. Does it look open? Yeah. Yeah, let's go in it. All right. You walk in and there's a guy behind the counter who's wearing a uniform from the uh, revolution. has like the insignia for a general on his shoulder. Hello, General. Oh, how's it going there, mighty customers? Oh, we're we're out of this town. Oh fed up with Otot. Don't like making steel cable no more? Well, you see the thing about steel cable is we're actually a band and we hate it. A band? So we were hoping like a party of brigands?
1: Nah, oh, man. We we play groovy mu- groovy music, man. Music, you say? Oh yeah. Giving some music makers there? Oh yeah. yeah. And we're gonna spread the fame of Ott Ott far and wide.
0: Oh yeah. Then everyone's gonna buy our cables. We'll make tons of money as a town, so we can spend it at the general store. It's really good for everybody. If you think about it, that's how an economy works. Well, have we got a business opportunity for you? You provide lend, goods that you can buy. Loan us a wagon money. for a tour, and we'll paint on the side of it.
1: General's, a, 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 a general, odds, general, general store. In bright colors. Oh yeah.
0: Well, what if we did something like that? But you pay all the rent up front, and then I give you the wagon.
1: How much is this going to cost us, man?
0: But it's still reduced, right? You want like a human pulled wagon cart thing? Well, it just depends, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, what are our options?
0: How much does it cost with a horse or a donkey? Well, horses and donkeys How about more a llama? Expensive. No llamas here and not. I'll tell you that. A giant lizard? Oh yeah, I got a giant lizard. Yeah, how much for that? Carbon lizard, it's going to be um 100 gold for the lizard. Okay, okay. And uh this cart's going to be 20 gold. Okay. That's a little steep for you. I got this horse here. It's going to be 60 gold. Or oh, I got this donkey. Can technically pull a wagon. It's going to be like 10 gold, but it fights you. Yeah, I could tame him. All right. Thank you, General. We just got to consult the financial officer and we'll be right back. And then we turn around to do a huddle.
1: Guys, we could get that donkey. I could probably get him to listen. I think we can bargain him down another five gold at least. How much was the donkey? I've
0: got plus the wagon. 20. 20. Wait, how much gold do you
1: start with? I, mine says 15, but I think that, I don't know.
0: But wait, but that's like if we were level one, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, we never added any more gold, Ed.
0: Yeah. Ed, how much gold do we have? Let's just say you all start out with like 200 gold. A piece? Yeah. I th- no, I think that's reasonable. Well, it's like we've had jobs and stuff, and now we're like going out. Like you guys amassed enough wealth that you think you can make this tour happen. Cause you're, so you're not going to like... Hey, let's leave the town with like bread. Good luck. All
1: right. So we got enough that we could get, we could get the the giant lizard, but do we want a giant lizard? Is this wagon covered guys? Like, are we going to like,
0: no, this is a cart, not yeah. a wagon.
1: Yeah. He didn't have a wagon.
0: He didn't say anything about a wagon.
1: I asked him, you have a wagon, man.
0: Oh, you want a wagon?
1: We got to, you know, travel kind of far. We might have to live out of this thing for a little while. Probably need a little bit of shelter. Yeah, like a roof. Like what about when it rains? I hate getting wet. It makes sense, I think. Real annoying. Yeah. Plus, we have to have a safe place to put all our instruments away. That's a good point. We do need, we definitely need a covered conveyance. We get a covered wagon.
0: Have you ever thought of putting just a tarp over the top of the cart?
1: That's not going to cover us. I don't want to huddle underneath
0: the tarp. It will keep our instruments dry. Hmm. So I've uh, got a carriage, horse-drawn carriage, for 120 gold. That sounds more my speed, man. Or if you want uh, this wagon, it's like 60 gold, I guess. It'd be like a wagon that has like a, you could get in it, but it's not like for people transportation. It's for like stuff and you could get in it.
1: What do you guys think? I think carriages, you can't like generally lay down in. They're like for sitting only. They don't have like a lot of storage space, I don't think.
0: I reckon we get the wagon and the horse.
1: All right. You want to put our money together? I'm for it.
0: Yeah. I, I don't mind chipping in, but I only got 40 gold pieces. Deception. 18. You're going to roll like a. Oh. Insight. Eight. 16. All right. You believe him.
1: That's okay, man. We can, I think we can make sure it's covered, right, big guy? Yeah, man. We got you. Okay. Oh,
0: thanks. You guys is the best.
1: All right, so we go back and talk to the general. Hey, man. Hey, what's up? We want to go with the, uh, what did we say, wagon? The wagon, the covered wagon. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, a and a horse. And a ho- yeah. Going the horse? Yeah. All right. You don't want this uh, fire-breathing two-legged lizard? He's real cute. Though. Wait a second. Hold up. Fire-breathing?
1: That seems a little unsafe next to a wooden wagon in my wooden ukulele.
0: All right. Fair play. He'll protect you from brigands. i sorry, bruv. We're going with the horse. Uh, What's that? Did we say wagon? Yeah. And horse? Yep. So yeah. 120. 120. Yeah, 40 was your share. Man, I thought we were paying. Let's get the lizard. Son of a. I thought the wagon was 120. I didn't write it down.
1: All right. So 40 gold apiece.
0: Yes. And now Rod is broke. Wink, Rod. Yeah. Rod. Thanks, guys. I'm I'm real skint now.
1: Good thing we got those road rations. All right, let's get this thing equipped and ready to go. I got this uh, bucket for uh, the tub, my wash tub. You guys want to fill it with uh, some road beers, man?
0: I hate to uh, get all nerdy on you, but isn't there a hole yeah. in the bottom of a bucket?
1: I just meant, you know, for the ice. We'll put the ice in, and then the water can leak out as it melts, you know?
0: All right, fair enough. Fair play. Let's do it i will just stick some growlers in there. Off to the brewery. Ain't no brewery in Augot.
1: Head to the tavern.
0: Well, is there one in August town? Yeah, dude. Alright, we'll wait till we let's get. Let's go there. there and get some.
1: Well, should we get some directions first from uh, our good old friend Dornick?
0: Do we know where it is? Yeah, yeah. Is it like Auguston oh, Road okay. out of Audot? Yeah, yeah. But halfway there it turns into Augot Road? Okay.
1: That makes sense. Alright, so we're, I think we're good. We're ready to go.
0: Yeah, let's let's do hit get, the road. Do you do you need to say goodbye to anybody?
1: Oh, no, I don't have any family here. Just you guys. I'm what about good.
0: you, tough guy?
1: You guys are my home. All man. right,
0: off we go. Uh, as you're leaving town, you see Dornick, and he's like, Hey, guys, don't forget to send me postcards.
1: Uh, you bad, man. We got you.
0: Keep me up on Wait, how the tour's going, because, uh, you know. What's your address? I'm invested. Oh, uh, send it to uh, Dornick Half Dragon. Ot, <laughs> Okay. Perfect. Thanks. Is that hyphenated? Half dragon? No. I mean, off dragon. But odd, odd steel is like, it's not odd, odd steel. It's double odd steel. And it's just two zeros. Mm. But the town's called odd, odd. You guys already know that because you've been here for years. Okay, bye. Bye. Good luck on your adventure. We
1: ride off into the sunset because at this point, that's what time it is.
0: It's starting now. No, (laughs) you spent like 10 minutes. Like, yeah. (laughs) You have one horse, and it's pulling a wagon. I don't know if, like, you're riding so much. Then we sing a traveling tune. ¶¶
1: Share one destination, so walk with me, my friend.
0: All right, you travel till sunset. And I'll, do you want to keep traveling?
1: Does the horse look tired?
0: The horse is tired. We should probably take a break. Yeah, I think we just go until it's like we're tired and then we camp. and then Yeah,
1: we, we may camp. Sing a few songs around the campfire, but I named the horse. What's its name? Valor E.
0: Like the letter E? Like Wild E. Coyote? Valor E. Horse? Yes. (laughs) Do you want to know the sex of the horse? Yes. Male. Great.
1: (laughs) Is it gelded?
0: What's that mean? Like snipped?
1: Yeah. Not a stallion? A stud. Is that the right word? Yeah. Is that
0: like a like you would do that to a like fixed, horse?
1: Like whenever you do that to a cat, you call it gelded on a male horse.
0: But is it like if you don't do that, then they're like mean and angry and yeah, violent. they're
1: like really like dicks, then Ornery.
0: Yeah. Then yeah, it is gelded. Okay, I assumed that that meant like dipped in gold. That's gilded, gilded,
1: which is different than being part of a guild. Yeah,
0: that's just being called a made man. Slightly different, I guess.
1: Hey guys, I know one about our horse I love to go a-wandering along the mountain track And as I go, I love to sing my knapsack on my back Valerie, Valera, Valerie Valera, Valerie, Valera, my knapsack on my back. High overhead, the dragon's wing, they never rest at home. But just like me, they love to sing as o'er the world we roam. Valerie, Valera, Valerie, Valera, Valerie, Valera, my knapsack on my back.
0: Hey there, groupies. Brayton here. I hope you're all excited for season four, which is now here. ba da da Hey, um, we are sad to see Grendeldor not playing with us anymore, but we're really excited for Nora to be playing with us, so I hope you guys all welcome her to the crew. Feel free to tweet at us or to send us Facebook messages and let us know what you think. Remember that bardicmysterytour.com has links to all of our endeavors, all of our projects and our work. Because it links to all the songs that we've written and it links to the podcast and it links to Patreon, where you can give us money because you want to support our creative progress. We're keeping with our schedule, so expect to have every Monday at noon episodes are coming out. Expect to have four episode long arcs that are each a new city or a new location. I'm not sure if Ed's planning to tie stuff into the same city, but I think that we're going to be moving around. I'm not sure. And I think that there might be nine arcs in this season instead of six. We are trying to find the sweet spot, but the tricky thing is that it takes months and months to try a different setup. So who knows if we'll ever land on a consistent schedule. Um, Cool. Well, we will see you guys next week, and I hope everybody's having a wonderful time and staying safe. Bye. Okay. And then everyone goes to bed. Yep. Eight. Let's take, um, let's take turns having a bit of a watch.
1: Okay. Should we do like rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first?
0: Sure. Uh, one, two, three, shoot.
1: Paper. Oh, wait. I did scissors, you can't but just I
0: lie. said what paper. We, <laughs> we all three did scissors. I don't know how this was going to work. That means you all have to go to bed. Do it again. <laughs> all right. I beat you two, so I get to sleep first.
1: Okay. All right. Now we have to go against. All right. I guess I'm doing first watch. All right, man. I'll try to stay awake. I'm kind of at night owl, so it should be all right. You can wake me up next and then we'll let him sleep through the night. Yeah, well, Raj can make us breakfast in the morning. Night, guys.
0: All right. You're sitting around your fire while your friends are sleeping. Roll a perception check. 19. You hear some crunching behind you. Like leaves crunching, not like bones.
1: I look over my shoulder. Do I see anything?
0: There are three men there. They're all holding daggers. And as soon as you look at them, the one in the middle says... All right, buddy, you want to do this the hard way or the easy way?
1: All right, I say something loud enough, hopefully, my friends will wake up. Hey, man,
0: chill out. How do you possibly say that loudly?
1: Like this Hey, man, chill out. And the T is loud enough that it wakes them up, maybe. Should I roll how loud my T is?
0: Yeah, but at disadvantage. Argue for performance.
1: Oh, yeah. Performance to make it seem like I should get a plus five to my.
0: Okay, but with disadvantage. disadvantage. All right. Now you guys roll 13. Perception checks. (laughs) Sleepy perception checks. Would you say 13? Yeah. How did you possibly get a 13 when you added five to a? Five.
1: Oh. I think I added it to the bigger one by accident. Yeah, this is why it well, needs, needs a DM
0: any... screen. So he can't well, you can't see when Emily's cheating.
1: What are they rolling? I got a 10. What are you guys rolling? The DM screen isn't protect the players from the DM. I got a twenty.
0: I got a four. All right. Uh Wendy, for some reason you hear a very loud T that is very quietly being spoken loudly. Do I hear anything else? No.
1: And as I did, as I said that, I also like reached for my hook. My
0: shepherd's hook. Crook. Right, when shepherd's you also crook. hear a voice you've never heard of go, Aha! As they stab at this enormous person that is blue and has droopy ears. Emily's character. But they miss. Well, I don't know. What's your armor class? Is it like six? Twelve. Oh, okay, well. And what about seven?
1: Twelve. What about four? Still twelve. All right. Whenever I hear the aha, I want to go take a look and see what's going on.
0: You see three people fighting your longtime friend.
1: All right. I yell to Raj. Hey, Raj, we're being attacked.
0: Oh, another five.
1: What did you say?
0: Five more minutes. Five oh. more minutes.
1: And I go to help big guy.
0: I'll get up. I was, that's a joke. That's a Sammy joke. I get up. He, Raj cares and he gets up. Okay. But you weren't sleeping in your armor. Okay. Don't give me none of that crap.
1: Well, I pulled out my shepherd's crook. Do I get to use it on them or what? Yeah. All right. Does a 15 hit?
0: Yeah. What are you going to do with it, though?
1: Oh, I'm going to swing it around above my head and crack him right in the neck. The middle guy. Okay. For just for clarity's sake. Six damage.
0: All right. You crack him in the neck. Swifty. Fliff 50. Windy. Windy. Swifty 50. Imagine that you're from New Zealand and her name is Wendy. Swindy.
1: Can you either call me Windy
0: or Swit? All right, Wendy.
1: Um, I'm going to attack the guy on the right with okay. my rapier. Six.
0: That is a miss.
1: guess that's the end of my turn.
0: Okay, Rog, you didn't actually wake up until Wendy's turn because you didn't wake up the first time, the first round. So you don't do nothing. So shut your dumb pie hole. As they attack the Fear Bulg. Does a 20 hit you? Yes. Two damage and one attacks you, Windy. Does a seven hit you? No. Okay. And then the other guy on your left attacks the Fear Bulg and hits it critically. Emily, your character takes 10 damage. Yow. It's a heck of a stab. Also, I said they had daggers, but rolling damage like they have short swords. So now they have short swords.
1: let would be nice to just, be in charge. Yeah, you can just cheat over there.
0: Well, they all went like this. They pulled out daggers and they went like thunder and they swung them once and it turned into a short sword. If you are going to retcon something, I think that we should all have the opportunity to retcon something. Then you can be the DM. What if you hear out what I want to retcon first? All right, what do you want to retcon? I think after looking up pictures, I should have a strat instead of a flying V. 'Cause that's Rod Stewart played it. Yeah, I don't know why you're going with the flying V with Rod Stewart. I, I think I mix up Rod Stewart and everybody else from the eighties. That's part of why I'm having trouble. Also the accent, listen, it's atrocious. I don't know what to, we're working on it. Okay. Okay. Now it's your turn.
1: My friends are like right with me, right? Since I'm hitting these guys and they're hitting these guys. Yeah.
0: Well, Rod's still sleeping in a sleeping bag. Uh who's Rod? Roger. Raj. For for his friends. Well, I'm not his friend, so Roger is just now crawling out of his sleeping sack.
1: But I attacked the guy on the right, so I'm... Wendy's like five feet from me. Yeah. Yeah. These guys look like humans?
0: Yeah, they're just humans.
1: Okay, my guy's gonna cast Earth Tremor, and it says, you cause a tremor in the ground within range. Each creature other than you in that area must make a dexterity saving throw, and I'm assuming that my super cat friend is very dexterous. And that my other good friend, Raj, is already already sleeping. So it doesn't really matter to him very much.
0: Well, we didn't do initiative or anything, so we don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, initiative is just not in this combat, apparently.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, on a failed save, a creature takes one d six bludgeoning damage and is knocked prone. If the ground in that area is loose earth or stone, it becomes difficult terrain until cleared. Uh, with each five foot diameter portion requiring at least one minute to clear by hand,
0: becomes difficult terrain. Yeah. Wow.
1: So I'm going to cast. Er, um, my guy's going to cast Earth Tremor. You feel that rumbling? You feel that shake? I know that's trembling. Gonna
0: How big is the area?
1: Um, it's 10 foot.
0: Wendy and Roger also rolled dexterity saves. What's the difficulty? And do they save for half or do they save for all?
1: My spell saving is 14. It just says on a failed save, they take the damage.
0: Okay. Okay. Did you guys make your saves?
1: Yeah, I got 22.
0: I rolled a 12.
1: So um, they're going to take five damage. Sorry.
0: And then the one that you hit in the neck with your shepherd's crook falls over and hits his head on a rock. And it splits open and starts bleeding blood on the ground.
1: Ew. Drippy, man. Drippy. Wendy. I'm going to attack with my rapier. 22. That's a hit. I'm attacking the guy on the right again, by the way. Nine damage.
0: You stick him in the side. He says, ah, god, my side. It's the best
1: place to stick people.
0: Roger. All right. I'm going to jump up off the ground. Oh, I was just affirming what she said. Oh, sorry. All right, Roger. Okay, I'm going to jump up off the ground, grab my trusty rapier. I'm going to say, Ow. Thanks a lot, there, big guy. And then I'm going to stab the closest brig into, I think, is the one on the left. All right. Okay. Which is possible, but you're moving 10 feet over rough terrain, which takes 20 of your movement, but you got that. So, yeah, I'm fine. very nimble. I just wanted to tell you. I just want you to know that I can move any number of feet in a round that you want. What? 25, 26, 27, even 30. 35? No. Well, okay. There is a cap at 30. Oh, okay. All right. And I show him all the skills I learned from a fighter on the road. I hit armor class 23. Uh, I guess that hits. And then I use my bardic inspiration. And myself, a warrior, he was spry and he was quick. He gave to me the rapier and he taught me all its tricks. A powerful attack is the best kind of defense. And when I meet a foe, then they meet their bitter end. Because I learned all this fighting skill, this dueling skill from a bar—nope, from a fighter on the road. If I use my inspiration die, I can add it to my damage with my rapier. Or any single-handed weapon that's finesse that I use one-handed. Um. Oh, I should roll the regular damage die also. 15 damage. 15 damage! Yeah, I messed him up. I took my rapier and I pointed it right at his neck and I just walked it right in. Whoa. What's the name of this ability that you were taught by a dexterous fighting person on the road? Armed combat lessons.
1: That's the ability?
0: Yeah, and then the sub ability is called Dueling. You have to shout that really quickly whenever you're about to do it. Yeah. (laughs) So that one's not that exciting. They're all called lessons. Like there's acrobatics lessons you can learn from a rogue. I'm combat lesson dueling! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bind the Wound is the other one I took, and that one sounds way cooler. Yeah, so now for the next 10 minutes, since I used that Bardic Inspiration on this ability, then I get to add two to the damage of a single-handed weapon are you serious it's a bardic inspiration die to the first one and then two damage to everything for the next minute yeah well not everything just a melee weapon i'm using one-handed with no other weapons sure but like wow dude like hear me out the college of valor lets you add that once after you get your bonus i can't give it to anybody else i have to do it on myself Oh, yeah? Yeah, and then the die, I could add it to my attack or damage roll. But if I don't do that Bardic Inspiration die expenditure, then I don't get the two extra damage for the rest of combat. I still feel like that's a little more powerful than the College of Valors. Well, the College of Valor can also, he can give it to other people, but he also gets, like, martial weapon proficiency and everything, and medium armor or heavy armor proficiency. And all you got was a damage die. Yeah. And a healing die. Yeah, that's kind of more powerful. Well, that's why I took it, not the College of Valor. All right, Humblewood, Broken. Okay, I think that you're gonna find it's not. But
1: so what happens when he gives him that good knife in the neck, stickety stab? It's
0: not a knife; it's a rapier.
1: Oh, that chili boy!
0: It's uh, (sighs) Roger. Walks his rapier into the neck of the bandit, who then grabs his neck and falls on the ground, lifeless. He dies instantly, which is impressive. Then the last one. I thought we killed all, yeah, all we of them. Yeah, we killed them, them all. Yours isn't
1: dead. You told me I killed him. Oh, you told me I stuck my rapier in stabbed him. Side. He said ow, and oh. he grabbed
0: his side. Okay. Never mind. Sorry. Do dead people say ow? Well, right before Sometimes. they're dead. <laughs> the final bandit shits himself and runs. But he was on difficult terrain, so he only moves 25 feet. Oh, wait. It was 10 feet in, so he only moves 20 feet. Does that mean he didn't disengage? Well, if he didn't disengage, wouldn't he have moved farther than that? Mm, I, don't, I don't know what his movement speed is. He disengages and moves 20 feet.
1: Yeah, you better run.
0: All right, is anyone doing anything on their turn? Yeah, I want to I shoot him with my short bow. Yeah, but you were sleeping, and you picked your rapier up off the ground. You're going to walk back over your short bow and pick it yeah. up? Yeah. Okay. So now you're 30 feet from him. Oh, no. Then I shoot him. 19 armor class. All right, you hit him. Bang. He's straight dead. Eight damage. You shoot him in the back and he falls on his face. Yeah. Presumably lifeless. But he's pretty far from you, so you can't check his pulse. That's what you get for messing with a band. And your campfire goes out because the earth got destroyed underneath it.
1: Damn. Bummer, man.
0: Oh. Uh, oh,
1: I like to search these dead bodies and see if we can like see any reason that they attacked us. Like somebody hired them or if they have any cool stuff that I want to steal.
0: You find three short swords and 35 gold between the three of them.
1: 35 divided by three
0: is you guys each take 10 and I'll take a 15 because I spent all my money on the cot cot cart. Cut, right, cool. I don't know how I'm to say I'm fine
1: that. with that. That works for me, man. Or I want one of the short swords too. Take it. You know? Hey, Raj.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm real sorry I got you with my earth tremor.
0: It's um we're going to have to work on trust, you know.
1: We'll get there. I, it's hard to see in the dark and I just
0: misjudged how
1: far away you were.
0: I get that. I get that.
1: All right, what time is it?
0: It's like midnight.
1: I want to go back to bed, guys.
0: Yeah. That's how I feel, too. But your whole campsite is rough earth, and it takes six seconds to turn 25 square feet of it back into traversable I'm land. I'm only going to do 50 square feet. I don't want to waste a lot of time.
1: Wendy, you up? I'm going to go to sleep this time. Yeah, I'm going to climb up this tree and keep watch.
0: She just said she wants to go to
1: sleep. <laughs> yeah, but it's her turn, man. Fair's fair. Is going to sleep on turn. her turn? It's my turn. I will keep watch. I don't need, I don't need a fire because I got that good dark vision, so.
0: Yeah, but it's chilly at night. Yeah. I like the cold. I want to make a fire just, just for the warmth, really. All right,
1: well, you guys can do that, but I'm I'm going to hang up on this tree and keep an eye out until it's your turn, Rod, to make breakfast.
0: Okay. All right, the rest of the night is uneventful.
1: Oh, good morning, everybody.
0: Oh, while they're sleeping, while I'm on watch, I want to make breakfast. Okay.
1: Is it just that same bread, but just like on a rock? No, it warmed up
0: a little bit. It's got some rashers. Do we have rashers? What's a rasher? It's bacon. That's what they call it in Britain. Did you make like bandit rashers? No.
1: Did they have any food on them?
0: Uh, They had like um, some moldy bread. No, we don't eat that. We could. We'll keep it. We'll
1: just have slightly warm road rashes.
0: Yeah. What are those cookies called? Shortbread? Mm-hmm. Sure. Are they like hard and they don't go bad that fast compared to bread? I think that's true. But I don't know. Hard tack? That's a different thing, but similar. Yeah.
1: Hey big guy, do you have any good dreams last night? Nah, man. Well, I mean they were dreams, but they were just I always dream about home, you know? Like the forest and the labyrinth and just just nature. Oh, you have a labyrinth at your house. That's pretty cool. <sighs> yeah. It's who put that in? Well, ah, uh, it's an it's a family labyrinth, you know. Here, and I pull out my shield, and he shows ah uh, Widdy the labyrinth, and like this is the same path at home, you know. So, do other families in your area have labyrinths too? Or are you the only one? It's like our, it's like the whole family, like the big clan, like oh, all of okay. us together. We all kind of live out my there. My clan's the Snowy Mountain Clan. Do, does your clan have a name? Nah. Just like the group. Yeah. We're not real big on names, you know? Okay. Man? Do you have like a symbol? Yeah. This labyrinth. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, you just put that on the drum set? Yeah. Well. Symbol joke.
1: Yeah, we could paint that on that on the kick drum
0: if you want. Yeah, that's a good idea.
1: It's a pretty cool logo.
0: Well, uh let's get on to uh Auguston. August town.
1: Yep, let's let's hit the road.
0: And we all got all of our Hit points and Bardic Inspiration and Spell Slots back. Yeah. The next two days of your journey are uneventful. All right. We get to August Town and we walk in and they're like, here's the biggest venue in town. You walk up to this town where you see, because you've already, you knew you were coming to town because you passed like some farms and stuff like that. And then you see like a wooden archway that has a sign hanging down and says August Town. On like the flap of wood that's hanging by ropes from the wooden arch.:
1: Hey guys, looks like we made it to Town.
0: Yeah, hopefully we can find a pub place to play.: Hanging out by the archway of the sign, you see this guy, this lanky human with a pink mohawk, and he's wearing a studded belt uh, that like is like hanging half off his butt. He's wearing this like leather vest, like a black leather vest, and he's got a spiked wristband on his left arm. And he's got a huge chest tattoo of a human hand holding a heart that's way bigger than a human heart would be in a human hand. Like a giant heart or like a dragon heart. fearbulk heart. Probably bigger than that. Okay.
1: But I have the biggest heart, man.
0: But it's like stylized. It looks like um that sacred heart painting. Oh, yeah. So it has With like the, the like lines it. and stuff. Yeah. But like there's no crown. There's no... Cause it's not the Sacred Heart. It's just like it has that kind of like uh, stained glass kind of feel to the tattoo. Hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, he's handing out little quarter page flyers, and he's like, "Hey, travelers, welcome to August Town. You coming to the Battle of the Bands tonight? Sounds groovy, yeah, man. Naturally, what's that all about?
1: How do we uh, get in on that battle?
0: Yeah, he, uh, he hands you a flyer, and he's like, "All right, don't forget to vote for your favorite band, Death Saves." And he hands you a flyer, and it says. Death saves at the Battle of Bands. Is it like a death metal script, like a Jaggerbush script? No, it's like it's legible, though. Oh, okay.
1: That's a band name? Yeah. Sounds like a and d name.
0: What's D&D? Man. He's like, yeah, man, this is my band. And he points at the three people behind him that you ignored until right now. There's this lady who... Has blue skin and long white hair that goes to, like, her, like, mid-back. And her ears are, like, these, like, fin ears. They look like fish. They look like fins. I don't know how to describe fin ears better than saying fin ears. So she's a mersin. Yeah, she's a triton is what she's called. And she's wearing, like, a black spaghetti strap top and tight leather pants and has a large gold earring and has, like, knee-high, like... Thick leather strapped boots and has a full sleeve of tattoos, like super colorful, ornate tattoos mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of characters from some video game. He's like, that's Sally Shitstein. She's our bass player. This is Kana. She's our uh, rhythm guitarist. And there's this Kenku that, um, like, luckily he mentioned that it's a lady because uh, you guys can't differentiate their genders, I don't believe. Or sexes, I mean. And uh she's wearing like these dark purple robes, and her head feathers make like one of those like wide mohawks. It's like instead of like being like glued together into a fin, it's more like a big old mess, you know what I'm talking about. But it looks more like a cartoon mohawk, like Bebop's mohawk from T. Yeah, yeah, but Maybe it's like Ninja feathers Turtles. instead yeah. of hair, so it's more like she just kind of combs it that way and it happens. So it's convenient <laughs> to be a kanku. So it's kind of more like a faux hawk looking. Kinda. Okay. What was her name? Kaana. 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 It's got three A's in it. How many N's? Just one. Oh shit! Oh. And he's like, "Uh, that's our drummer, Knuckles." And there's just a dwarf. Like he looks like he's like straight out of the player's handbook. <laughs> it has like a, uh, like a warhammer, like a one-handed light hammer, and he's got this enormous bronze shield. It's like nearly three feet in in diameter. Nice. It's like large. What's your name? Oh, they call me Johnny Necrotic. I'm the sickest lead guitarist and vocalist in all of August Town. I run the rock and roll scene here. It's
1: pretty cool, man. Yeah. We like rock and roll.
0: Sweet. You should definitely come to the Battle of the Bands. We're the best band in August Town.
1: What other bands are going to be competing?
0: You know, all the locals are going to be here. Uh Copperwise, Elysium, uh, the Sub Orcs, the Vagrants, obviously Death Saves because we're the best and we're doing everything, and uh, William Williamson and the Three Wild Willies. There's no three in that. William Williamson and the Wild Willies. No, Williams. Willies. I don't know what their band is called because they're dumb.
1: What kind of music do they sing?
0: Just like stupid singing guitar stuff. But we play thrash metal. That's real sick, dude. We don't play thrash metal. That's stupid. Don't say it's sick. We play punk rock.
1: How uh, How do you get on this uh, battle of the bands? Like, what if we...
0: Get on the battle of the bands? It's Probably the bell's are already closed. It's tonight. You'd have to talk to the mayor. I mean, not the mayor... To the judge of the Battle of the Bands. Well, I hate to put you out, but could you tell us who the judge is and who the mayor is? Convenient for you, they're the same person, and it's Minus with an A. Minus? Minus.
1: Like Lioness?
0: Like Midas with an N instead of a D. Uh, yeah. Like that.
1: And, uh, where would we find Minus at this time of the day?
0: He's probably trying to get all this stuff together because it's tonight. So he's probably up at the, uh, the old August Town, uh... The August Town uh, Center. Is it the August Town Town Center? It's not. It's the like park, whatever you call that. Uh, we're, Central Park? Yeah, we're I don't know not, what it's called. I'm not from, I am we're, from here. We're, we're definitely not from here. Yeah, I could tell, bro. Punk said
1: bro in this world? No, he
0: said bro in a real like, accusatory, like, offensive way.
1: Oh, he's like, calling you a bro.
0: Bro, okay, Bro.
1: <laughs> so, Johnny, what's the story behind your band name?
0: Death Saves? Yeah. I don't know. What's in a name, man? It's just a name. It's just who we are.
1: Here, here. Here, here, man.
0: There, there, man. No, like, with your ears. Here, here. Do you say anything that's not stupid? All right. I've had enough of this. I'll yeah, have i to think see the can, mayor. I think we
1: can get out of here. Guy's kind of a jerk. It's just like dealing with Ed in real life.
0: Who is this strange band, Death Saves? Are they friend or foe? And what's the deal with this battle of the bands? Can the gang hope to win and achieve more fame? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. It's the Bardic Mystery Tour. I love this dude. I hate my character. and I like this guy. <laughs> Brain's like, wait, that's my character now. We're switching. I messed up because I made a character I don't like. Yeah, we're swapping. We're swapping characters with the NPCs now.